Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I'm sorry, Mom. It's not a phase. First things first, I'm the realist. And also, who's the realist? Big Pipe Broadband. They sponsored the show from the start, from when we first started, when we were... Little babies. Little babies. Little baby twings. Yeah. And now, maybe... Otters? otters? Yeah. Yeah. I still... I don't... I wouldn't call myself an otter. You're not furry enough to be an otter, I don't no, think. No, I... I'm, I don't know what I am. Sing You're like twink. a twink. I'm a twink. An old twink. An old, no, twink is like, uh, twink is like a twink kunk. Oh, yeah. I quite like that. That's good. I wear that loud and proud. And also what you should wear loud and proud is your big pipe broadband connection. And you could be wearing that loud and proud too if you sign up and use the code big pipe comedy, all one word at the checkout. You get a month free internet. <laughs> $49 connection fee it may apply that code again for a month free internet is Big Pipe Comedy at bigpipe.co.nz and Big Pipe you are the biggest twunk we know that was so great I couldn't even chime in there it was perfect hey welcome along to this episode of The Male Gaze episode 45 73 20 20 22 22 um you may have you may have even listened to the same episodes over and over again. So it could be episode two hundred and ninety-five. If you have listened to these episodes more than once, you're a hero. Wow, you're a true ally. Yeah, you must be doing a, a thesis on it <laughs> or something. Um, I have to put. I have to start this podcast with an apology. Oh. Well, not an apology. Don't we don't apologize. We will never say sorry for anything we've we ever done. <laughs> we totally will. We definitely will eventually offend someone and have to make a huge apology. I think basically in between a recording a podcast and it coming out. For three days, I'll be like... What did I say? What did I say? Who am I going to offend? But, so, our last podcast was uh, about heroes and villains, right? We were yeah. talking about why villains are camp. Oh, and yeah. And my boyfriend listened to it, because he can't get enough of me. Yeah. Uh, and he uh, was like, you, th- you're so wrong. He's like, I hate it when you guys <laughs> confidently say things that are incorrect. <gasps> but apparently, he was you saying... You have to. That's the whole point of a podcast. It's like entitled opinions it's with like, no research behind them. That's why we started this. Exactly. It's like <laughs> our own platform. Shut up, Eli's boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he was like, the re- and when he said this, I was like, oh, that's very clear. The reason that villains are camp, which is what we were talking about last time, yeah. is because they're the antithesis of heroes, and heroes traditionally are like masculine, stoic, yeah, yeah. all those things. That is also valid, yeah. So that's why... I think both our points are valid. I don't remember what point we made originally. I, was, I remember saying that like also potentially because these villains are always played by like kind of old pantomime actors who are sort yeah, of true. campy and gay anyway. 
Um, and that was my theory behind it. Eli, you have the most concerned face on. I don't think my headphones are working. Oh, really? <laughs> I, I don't think I can hear. Oh, I can. Oh, can I? This is going. This is content. So well. Let's drive this straight into the podcast. Patty. Do not cut that out. <laughs> you leave that in. Because that's that what was, the listeners want. That's so solid. They want to know. Pink behind the curtain. Yeah. Behind yeah. the candelabra. Hey, are you ready for this week's fact of the gay, Eli? Oh, I brought one too. Okay, well, let's both do one. Yeah, old school. Oh, it is old. That's, yeah, circa episode 10. Yeah. Um, <laughs> congratulations, Germany. Oh, this is my fact of the gay. <laughs> and it started with the congratulations. <laughs> um, for those who, I don't know, don't listen to current affairs and don't don't listen. I don't know or don't read Please. Twitter. Yeah, Germany passed same-sex marriage equality. Mm. Whoop, 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 whoop. You gotta fight for, for your, your right, right for, for marriage. Oh. oh, I don't like. I think mine that's was sad. You gotta fight for your right for marriage. Or yeah, sad. that's sad. It's like, you, no, you shouldn't sh- have to. No, it's a right that is. That's one issue I really like. That one thought I really like about that around like a fight for something, a mm. fight for your right. It's like. It's not that you eventually deserve the thing. It's the fact that because it is your right initially that has never been given to you. It's actually oh, yeah. like um, people taking like action back to like sort of remedy a, an issue or a, or a gap. Yeah. You didn't earn it by fighting for it. No. You fought to get something you should have had, had to already. begin with. Yeah. yeah. So I guess we're geniuses. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I was doing a... Well, it kind of slipped up. I one I didn't know that they were. It was a big campaign over there. I mean, I'm really aware of like Australia's um, mm. campaign. You know, it's always sort of up on my Instagram. There's like a little photo and a sort of uh, cute sort of story. Yeah, um, I think it's like the Austra- Equality in Australia campaign or something. Yeah, but I didn't know that Germany was tossing up about it, which is fantastic. Well, they weren't really. Well, I mean, like oh, the oh. bill had, but the bill had been there for four years. Right. This is why it took me by so surprise. And it tri- they triggered a vote. So here's what happened. Angela Merkel said in an, an interview, she was doing a press conference or something, and some guy in the audience just put his hand up and was like, excuse me, Angela Merkel. When will I be <laughs> able to call... <laughs> excuse me, Chancellor. <laughs> excuse me, Grand Chancellor. Excuse me, Emperor Palpatine. Uh, <laughs> when will I be able to qu- call my boyfriend, my husband? And then she said, well, uh, that should not be ever a party issue. It shouldn't be parties voting on it. It should be a conscience issue for each individual member of parliament. That was her answer. Ooh. And then because she said that, it triggered uh, a member of the uh, Social Democratic Party mm-hmm. to um, rush a vote on that bill. So that got brought up on Tuesday and what? they voted for it on Friday. That is like a working week. Yeah. Like, you could just like dust your hands off, loosen that tie and just relax for the weekend knowing that you had a good day's Good week's work. Yeah. You know, it's very, the Green Party blew, uh, blew each other to celebrate. No. Oh. <laughs> they all blow. They announced the Amazing. passing the bill and they blew each other. No, they blew uh, <laughs> rainbow confetti across the room and oh. brought cake in for everyone. Oh, that's so nice. It just like completely took me by surprise. I was like, just came home from work and was like on the internet and everyone was like, Congrats, congratulations, Germany. And I was like, what has Germany done? And basically Googled, <laughs> what did Germany do? Germany, actually, what did you even fucking, fucking do? do? <laughs> and then I found out, I was like, so amazed. It's so lovely. I just assumed they had it. Here's the thing. Angela Merkel didn't vote for marriage equality. I know. And I was like, I really don't actually know anything about her, apart from that um, that incredibly hilarious video of 
Donald Trump not shaking her hand. Yes. And I was like, oh, well, she's a heroine because she stood up to Donald Trump. Yeah. Uh, and then I was like, oh, maybe she's not because her party's like centre-right and they're yeah. called the Christian Democratic Union and it just feels very rigid. There's a lot of Catholic people, I think. Mm. But she strongly that. believes marriage between a man and a woman. But she also strongly believes that it shouldn't be just up to her and that it needs to be a decision uh, made by individuals. Yeah, I was reading on The Guardian that they were... She's kind of positioned herself carefully so that she's sort of not offending anyone, but mm, it's not yeah. quite clear where she sits on it. It's like she allowed the bill to be passed, but then she also voted against it. So yeah. it's kind of a really interesting position she placed herself in. Um, the uh, huge uh, majority as well. It was like 390 mm. versus 220 or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it is interesting because she, I just... I'm always just still like, wow, there's like 230 people who don't want to vote for it. I I'm like always shocked. Like, can I meet them? Yeah, I want to um, get their Instagram accounts and troll the shit out of them. Snake, snake. Snake, snake emoji, snake snakey, emoji. Snakey, snake. Emoji. snake. Um, congratulations, Sasha Valor, by the way. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> for passing marriage equality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it is because she's done amazing progressive things like allowed like hundreds of thousands of ref- I don't know if it's hundreds of thousands mm. but it's huge amounts of refugees yes. are being welcomed into Germany yes. and stuff and cancelled conscription mm-hmm. as well but also has done some other really issue and tricky stuff around like the burqa ban laws yes, and stuff she so supports the it's all sort of like creepy in, in sort of Europe European mm. about it you know like Europe just makes me feel a little bit tense sometimes yeah yeah do you know who the first European country was to legalize same-sex marriage? The Netherlands. Yeah, you've read the same 2001. article. 2001. <laughs> yeah. We're uh, like, let's read up on this with the same article. Um, no, but also I know that because I'm Dutch, baby. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm a little Dutch boy. Speak easy Dutch? Is that it? <laughs> speak easy Dutch? Did you say speak easy Dutch? Speak easy Dutch? I feel like that's a quote from like maybe an Austin Powers film and might be racist, but also maybe it's like, do you speak Dutch? Oh, he's Dutch. Uh, gold member. Yeah. Oh, I, I love I gold. Mean, a beautiful representation of Dutch people in film. I've got my first, um, yeah, thank God. I love seeing <laughs> some representation of my people. Um, do you want to see my best ever new impression? Oh, God, yep. DJ Khaled. <laughs> you didn't love that. No. Okay, that's cool. Uh, what's your fact of the guy? <laughs> Jay-Z's mum. Do you like how my neck, like, basically retracted when you did that. Like, I yeah. sort of felt like my head, like, <laughs> You were like, I did not want to hear that. I was like, stop. Stop it. <laughs> stop it now. <laughs> I've been doing it in the car by myself. Oh, amazing. You know, he's, well, I don't know. Maybe you don't listen to DJ Khaled, but he does that at the beginning of every DJ Khaled. I watched song. his Snapchats and then was infuriated by them and, Ugh. like, stopped following him. I was like, how can you be Snapchatting? Th-? I feel like you're Snapchatting more than 24 hours in a day. Yeah. But I've been following some Fire Island gays on Instagram and oh. they are all dancing to that DJ Khaled Rihanna song. You know, wow, 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 thoughts. I know you want to see me naked, naked, naked. Uh, but on the subject of music. I bet they're loving that. Yeah, they are. They're in power to them. You know? Yeah. I don't know if I wouldn't have a good time in Fire Island. I would get scared. I think I would like, it would be one of those places where I'd go, I keep going to the toilet. I get in conversations about, I think I need to go to the toilet and then I just hide in the toilet for a little bit because everyone would be <laughs> so good looking and confident. And That's a funny thing that happens at our house. <laughs> at like family do's. Yeah. We're like, we're we like walking, mum will like make us hand around, I don't know, chicken sandwiches or whatever for the guests. Yeah. And then one of us will be like, one of the siblings will be like, I'm just going to pop to the bathroom and then 
they'll just disappear for 20 minutes and then I'll be like, I need to go to the bathroom. So I'll yeah. go upstairs to use the toilet and then I see them hiding in the room, yeah. you know, just on their phone having a wee bit of a breather. Yes. And we all do it. Yeah, absolutely. It's such a good move. Like, I'm just going to the bathroom and then just like sit in another room for a bit and just not talk to anyone. Yeah. It's like, I just need to be alone. Please. Um, you know who's had some alone time and come to know themselves uh, <laughs> over the past uh, many years? Actually, I don't know how old... Um, Gloria Carter is, but she's Jay-Z's mum, right? And he's 47, so she must be, um, I'm guessing she's at least in her late 60s at the youngest. Mm -hmm. And in Jay-Z's new album, which dropped this week. And a grandmother now. There's Rumi and Sir, though. Oh, I did not know the names. Rumi Rumi, and Sir. So Rumi's kind of okay. It's like Rumi um, Pace or whatever, but Sir. Yeah. And But we don't know the gender of either baby yet. They only know that those are the names because they trademarked them. Baller move. Baller move. But I was thinking about that. I was they like, got that merch already lined up, eh? Well, is it is it because they're going to put out merch, or is it because they um, they do not want other people to put out merch? Mm. You know, because if it's not oh, trademarked, yes. that means that, that anyone can yes. make a Sir Carter or a Rumi Carter doll. Yes. Anyway. Sir, how's Sir spelled? S I I R, the normal way. Oh. Weird. And Rumi mm. is R U M I. I think Rumi's going to be a star and Sir is going to be the kind of Rob Kardashian of the family. <gasps> hey, he had a great sure. sock line. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so on a song on 444, which is Jay-Z's new album, which he dropped this week on Tidal with um, very little warning, a la his wife Beyonce, and he responds to Beyonce's like, um, stuff about cheating and stuff God, on I the album. I no idea this happened. That oh. Jay-Z album came out. Well, I didn't know that people were sort of talking about it. I, no, I had no idea. If I'm being honest, like I had no idea there was a Do new you, album. Have you listened to Lemonade at all? Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> Who's Beyonce? <laughs> okay, so this is, uh, the third track on the album is called Smile. I haven't heard the song because it's on Tidal. Yes. And let's be honest, who's got Tidal? <laughs> Who has it? In their right mind. Oh my God, R.I.P. Pandora. Is it gone? It's gone, mate. Oh. Huge news. <laughs> Huge news. Crossing New Zealand. Pandora is closing down. Goodbye, Pandora. Goodbye. My, my family friend. still use it. Really? Yeah, like religiously. I think my mum had it. I was pretty shocked. Is that strictly a New Zealand platform or is it like a global platform? I think it's global. They're shutting down in New Zealand. Shutting wow. up shop. Oh, well, I, Spotify's so good. So, I haven't heard the song yet, but here's the lyrics where he talks about his mum. Mama had four ki- four kids, but she's a lesbian. Had to pretend so long that she's a thespian. Had to hide in the closet so she medicate. Society's shame and the pain was too much to take. Whoa. Yeah. So it's quite, uh, and there's more, I think there's I hope a, she knows about these uh, lyrics and that she's all good with that. And that she is, imagine she wasn't gay. <laughs> she's like, I don't know where he came up with that stuff. I think he just wanted to write about thespians. I think he was just trying to distract from the fact that he cheated on Beyonce. Um, hey, we don't know, the, I'm not excusing their behavior, but we don't know what's going on in their relationship. Yeah. Can only, one can only presume. That's true. They're both stressed, right? They've got a lot on. So it's like go 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 go. It's like when do you ever get to relax and just like put on a movie? Yeah. I wonder what movies Beyonce watches. I bet basic shit. I bet like her favorite. Oh, maybe not basic, but I reckon she loves like We Are the Millers. Yes. Oh, <laughs> that is Victoria Beckham. Victoria Beckham. <laughs> we are the Millers. What was the last film? We you? are the Millers. We are the Millers. She's. I. I've actually just watched that recently again. Like it's just never. I think it could be one of the greatest pieces of art of all time. Like I, it should be in like MoMA or it's something. In, yeah, it should be. <laughs> just like playing on loop. Yeah, just in a room where you sit in silence. That would be a great 
drag performance. Shotgun. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Fine. Have I a reckon- good beat underneath that, and then you just like walk around the mm. ga- the club, just lip syncing her answers. I reckon I could. This is annoying to me because I've said I was talking to someone about doing if I ever did snatch game, and I said I would do Victoria Beckham. Oh, that's such a good one. Mm. Well. You can do that. That's still fine. Okay, I would do this one as my own drag persona. Okay, not as I love Victoria it. Beckham. Yeah, for sure. Have, uh, have you seen the other one, like the Lena Dunham one? There's a Taylor Swift one. Yeah, there? I've seen them all. Yeah. I love them. Yeah, cool. Uh, Taylor Swift, we talked about this, has the ugliest house in the world. <laughs> it <laughs> sucks. What do you think of her curly hair? Oh, yeah, because she was back on. There's this big thing of like, Taylor so, Swift back on social media. I was like, I didn't. Miss her. I hadn't noticed. I was like, yeah, she's got cur- I mean, I don't know. She's What is she up to? She's making a new album, I guess. I think, she, yeah. And I reckon she's going to do a surprise drop. Imagine if her whole album was like, everyone hates me. Like, she's oh. just like really admitted to it. And then we all felt terrible. Yeah. I would love it if she did a song about like um, affirming that she was a snake. Being yeah. like, yeah, I'm, I'm a snake. snake. I'm a rattlesnake. Rattle, rattle, rattle. <laughs> Have you listened to a Taylor Swift song? Because they don't sound like that. I say up too late. <laughs> Because I am a snake. That's I what snakes do. do. <laughs> they stay up too late. Um, <laughs> hey, speaking of things that suck, I was looking into... Um, I was looking into... We're kind of talking about like... I guess we're sort of talking about pride. Because like New York Pride was happening. Mm. And uh, the, the, it was kind of Pride Month globally apart from New Zealand. To be honest, I don't know when... It seems like it's Pride a lot of the time. <laughs> London Pride was... A couple months ago, I think. Was it? Because these uh, this article was... Oh, no, you're talking about London Pride. I'm yeah. talking about London Pride now. But I saw this on Twitter, right? Yes. I, man, Twitter is the gay. Maybe it's just my Twitter, but I feel like Twitter is so gay. Like, yeah. just I feel like all the news is like, you know, LGBT, which is like, there's a lot to be talking about. But it's, there's, you know, there's, there's other issues as well. <laughs> <laughs> we won't be talking about that on this we podcast, won't though. <laughs> <laughs> um... Anyway, it was a hilarious tweet. I was like, oh my God, why is London Pride all about straight people? And then I was like, mm, this has got my interest. So I clicked on it. Mm-hmm. And then you can find these on Twitter if you want to search like, I don't know, London Pride. But all the sort of Pride campaigns for London Pride was like all centered around straight people. These like terrible slogans. How like, can you center a Pride campaign around straight people? Well, it was just, I think what it may have been was these like, you know, those wanky advertising offices with like all these bloody yo pros mm. swanning about yeah. being like what's my feeling about pride you know like pride yeah. is about all my gay friends you know oh, and so yeah. that was their kind of angle with it all someone would be like how can we make pride accessible yes I, exactly oh i know and like that's such a big issue i think around making pride accessible yeah i'm like is it doesn't have to be i don't know if it's about and now because its roots are in like political protest. Yeah. So it's not necessarily about everyone getting involved. It's about within that community, everyone being involved and included yeah. and taking their space and place in the world. But it's that whole thing about when we talk about like the corrections getting in and like, you know, police marching and being like, well, mm. the police arrested everyone at Stonewall. You know, it's yeah, like, does it's, everyone get to be involved in this? Ex- exactly. Just it's because like, you want to. Exactly. It's like, well, it's not a parade for you. And yeah. it's not like, and all these like that's the big thing I noticed from New Zealand Pride. It was like just bank after bank. I was like, when are these banks been so gay? I it was so weird. I just imagine the banks. Also, I thought about banks having meetings where they've been like, we've got a mole in the ANZ rooms, and apparently for their flow, yes, 
what they've got is a DJ moving around in the back of a car. So what I thought we needed to do is get all our employees in different coloured T-shirts. Yeah. And that's it. And that's it. And, and, we'll no, walk- and no music. So it's just quiet. Yeah. That was my biggest beef was that they were the quietest floats. So it was like such a quiet parade. Yeah. And that the the outfits were so they looked they just looked like bank employees. Yes, they didn't even dress up as anything fun. Um, anyway, so here's like some of the slogans. They're, they're quite funny. They made me laugh quite a lot, and like my eyes rolled like a double three sixteen. So a six, the seven twenty. Yeah. <laughs> here's one. <laughs> a big post that says, "Being homophobic." Planning for your next trip. Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Is so gay. Oh, shut up! Doesn't that suck? That sucks. That sucks so you're still, hard. You're still using gays as a word to mean negative. I then. know it's like you're highlighting the problematic like um, expression there. Uh, here's another one. My gay friend makes me more attractive by association. It's like all from the straight voice. Befriend oh. a gay person and win a prize. Friendship. These are 100% real, by the way. Yeah. People think I'm gay, which I think is cool. Like, it's just icky. Oh, lucky you. Yeah. Oh, um, I'm a straight man with gay pride. These are no, you're not. <laughs> Get away from our parade. <laughs> yeah. My sister is gay. I'm straight. Together, we're great. Oh, that is terrible. That doesn't even look like it says great. I can't even read that poster, though. It's, the graphics are so bad. Oof. But, like, oh, just shut up, London Pride. Like, it's just, it's so bad. Anyway, you can, like, you can go onto prideinlondon.org and just kind of read all these posters. Some of them are all right, but I don't know. I just, it's, again, that thing of, like, making it accessible and fun and palatable. Yeah. It's so hard, I guess, to get Pride festivals right, though, because there is such a... Um, uh, you don't want it all to be shirtless guys and speedos and angel wings. You don't want it no. all to be drag queens. You what know, my it favorite needs to float? represent everyone. There was like a, it was like a pride float about the um about like climate change and Raglan or like it was like all these like Raglan <laughs> surfers who were like <laughs> we're gonna clean our beaches. Yeah, but it was in the pride parade. Whoa, it was a very strange um, mashup oh, of things. Yeah. But I was like kind of into it. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I just like surfers. Have you ever have you seen or heard about the movie of Sto- the movie they made about Stonewall? No, go on. So Roland Emmerich, who made Independence Day, I think. Okay, and a few other big, big disaster movies, but he's gay, and so but he's never really had like, gay characters in his movies, really. But then he made a movie about Stonewall, but basically just eliminated all the trans women who That's like right totally started the movement and made it just all about like it was all white like gays. buff white. It was actually like buff white straight guy guys. Who are playing gay men, right? Basically, yeah. Oh, that sucks. I was so actually bad. this brings me to another little thing that popped up on mm. Twitter. Gay Twitter. Maybe this whole episode is about the things we saw on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> this week in gay Twitter. Neighbours. Uh no, yes, neighbours, the Australian soap. Yes. They've got an actor, a straight mm. actor, who is playing a gay character on the show. Yeah. Anyway, he was interviewed on TV about 
you know, how does he feel about being a straight actor and taking a role away from, a, from gay actors? And his answer was just the pits. He, what did he say? Um, the message I wanted to get across uh, was that he's sick and tired of people assuming that because... Uh, oh, no, wait, no, that's not the answer. Wait, no, what did he say? It's, it's truly bad. Or he said, like, oh, we're trying to... We're trying to make this character seem normal and straight appealing. Uh, and that, you know, this uh, he wants him to, like, not be these kind of, like, an outsider. He wants this gay character to fit in and be n- and normal and, and equal to all the rest of them. And that he's not going to be tiptoeing and being camp like the um, actors from Modern Family. <laughs> and everyone was just like, no, no shut no! up. Yeah, and he just got trolled hard. So you can look for that interview you want uh, on Twitter. Uh, the actor's name is Matt Wilson, I think. And he... He keeps it tight. Like, he's got a great bod, so I can see why they cast him. <laughs> uh, but then also, thick as a brick. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, really funny. Shit. Um, but then, speaking, going back to Pride, right? Yes. Bad bad day this week. Bad day this Hashtag week. Hashtag heterosexual Pride day. day. This happened last year as well. This is the second year that this has popped up. Yeah. And that is like a weird thing on on the internet where these people are basically trolling Pride Month in uh, the States. Well, I don't, know if they, I don't know if they are trolling all the time. I think there are some people who genuinely believe that they, as a straight person, deserve to have a Pride Day. Like, there are people... I don't think that this is trolling. I think people earnestly believe that they deserve that, which is outrageous. Ugh. And uh, you know who... So, a person who I then had to look at with that, but a, a girl called Dove Cameron, who's like a Disney star, it's just a bit like some fire tweets about this. And one of the things that she said, which she talked about, was that it was like, uh, we How know- do you keep up with all these Disney stars? Like, there's so many there's of them. too many. It's like a factory. And then, like, how old is she? Oh, like 19. Yeah, she'll be so woke and just like fucking up to scratch and so yeah. cool away. Yeah. Well, she said this day, what it is, and I thought it was such a good analogy, is the equivalent of uh, when a kid turns up to another kid's birthday party and gets angry that it's not their birthday yes. party. Yes. Yes. It's like when uh, it's your birthday, but your, the parents buy presents for all the other siblings as well so that they don't mm. feel left out. It's like, just that give sucks. the kid their day. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh yes. Anyway, I was like thinking, but it made me laugh a lot. The idea of like what a heterosexual pride parade would be, like lots of yeah. like, um, like catch a fire playing or something, <laughs> like some, <laughs> like salmonella, just like lots of like, like dudes and singlets, yeah, and, and like stubbies. And stubbies. But then, like you say, you have to think about like, the women's floats as well, like straight, like the straight women's floats as well, like. Just them and their part of town dresses and flower crowns and like Grecian dresses. <laughs> really? That sounds Grecian. gay to me. Yeah. Well, no, you're thinking of like men and flower crowns uh, and yeah, Grecian yeah, dresses. Yeah. Um, do you remember when Greece, like Grecian, was like the style? Like yes, I think it was kind of like Greek when that, the Olsen the Olsen twins were like just still kind of in the main like sort of media entertainment world and we were all kind of still like looking at what they were doing before they really went full fashion and crazy. Yes. Um, but they were really pushing that like Grecian look. They're like, you just got to have a big flowing Grecian gown and <sighs> it's the best look ever. Beautiful. You just feel at home and comfortable but you also look like an angel. Like a like a Grecian angel. Uh, I think to celebrate, I don't know, like, what would you even do to have a steak? <laughs> <laughs> steak and a beer Steak and a beer I guess like pride We've made a special Heterosexual pride cocktail It's bourbon and coke I guess it's like 
<laughs> um, I, it sort of feels like any kind of like rugby match, like the sevens or like, oh, yeah. it's like, yeah, you've got the sevens. You don't need heterosexual pride. <laughs> you got the sevens and we don't want to come. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be there. That's like, oh my God, the Lions. There's like, oh. they're like a, a what? Well, I don't even know who they are. A British rugby team? British and, and Welsh. Right. And they're in New Zealand at the moment uh, fighting the All Blacks, our mm. national rugby team. We lost last. Oh, we I'm lost a, the last game. I was too busy being super camp on stage. <laughs> <laughs> Basically in my bliss. Um, and they, yeah, but anyway, there was this big match on the other day and mm. I was, we live right by the rugby stadium uh, where they play. Yeah. I love the rugby stadium. Like I clearly know nothing. <laughs> yeah. And I was walking in the complete opposite direction to the fan trail the other day. I didn't even know it was on. And so I was yeah. like, where are all these people coming from? Why are there the bands <laughs> playing on the street? It's sort of like the road was it's marked out and everything. Yeah, 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 I was like, there's kind of a vibe, but I'm sort of not into it. Uh, and then I found out it was like a big rugby thing. But some guy like yelled out at us. He's like, hey, mate, you're going the wrong way. And I just yelled back, yeah, I know. <laughs> so what you yell back, oh, you fucking hipster. Which was such a funny retort back. I remember yeah. when like people used to hate hipsters. It's so it's so weird. And like the word hipster was like a real like I feel like hipsters now are people who dress up like hipsters from two thousand and fourteen. Yeah, yeah. They they like wear like glasses and cassette necklaces or something. Remember cassette, cassette tapes were like necklaces? I feel like cassette tapes were like the icon of like hipsterography. Yeah, yeah. Oh that. Yeah, I just see the word hipsterography by the way. That is Ooh. I'm gonna like use that. Tra- it's like a, I'm gonna so trade like a coffee it. table book with just photos of different hipsters. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a kind of history bar in Kingsland near you which has got the the wall of the toilets is all old cassette tapes. tapes. A lot they have some classics. They have Christina Aguilera stripped Oh, you really have taken a shit on that toilet eh, and looked at the walls. No, because you have to be peeing to face the wall. Ah, if you're, if you're taking a shit, you would not be looking at the cassettes. So, so tip for uh, <laughs> if you want to go to that bar in Queensland, uh, it's number ones only. <laughs> if you want to see those cassette tapes, you know what? Thinking about uh, this whole heterosexual pride thing mm-hmm. to illustrate why you don't get a heterosexual pride day. <laughs> Last, well, there are many reasons, but here's one. Well, last night I went to see Chris Rock, right? Comedian Chris Rock. Oh, how was um, that? Uh, you know. Right. Uh, <laughs> I hope he's not listening. <laughs> I hope he is. He so I just listened to, to my favorite podcast. I've listened to it right from the beginning. <laughs> and I was so offended. Well, I feel like he, didn't even, he doesn't even know gay people exist, right? Like his, uh, the whole last section of the show was about his divorce from his wife. And it was effed up anyway, because basically... The implications was that he cheated on his wife, so they she got a divorce from him, but then he won custody. And, oh. and he got like a round of applause for saying that he won custody. No, New but Zealand, don't clap that. He did get booed when he, right. said he cheated on her, which was sick. <gasps> um, but what, also, did, what did he do to that? He just kind of pushed on. Wow. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, but... The thing that annoyed me and got to me so much and was why you don't get here to such a pride day. He started so many jokes by being like, every man in here. Be like, every man in here. And then repeat it again slower. Every man in here has had a time where his woman does something yes. like this. And it's like, no. <sighs> I, it, it is infuriating to feel that excluded from something. Yeah, and even like on a weirder level, I was at a show this uh, this year, which was... Like a very kind of like strong youth feminist piece about um, sexual violence in this country. Well, sign me up for eighteen tickets. <laughs> it was it was actually it was it, inc- does sound it good. was incredible. But there was a forum afterwards where 
they had some um, panelists talking and there was this guy who was addressing the crowd and was like, mm. you know, hands hands up if you're a dude in your like in your twenties who's come to see this show. And he's like, cause like round of applause for you guys. That's amazing. And I was thinking to myself, like, he's asking that question because of course it seems unusual for him for a young, straight sort of like mm. rugby jock to go to a play about sexual violence. But for someone like, I, I still can identify as a man in his 20s. So I like put my hand up, but I was like, he's not asking this question to me. Yeah, it's not but, weird that I'm here. But I, but I fit the quota in terms of what he described as a, a man in his 20s. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's just so weird that his lens is so kind of like heteronormative, but also so butch as well. Like, yeah. and so kind of mask in that sense. It's just so weird. It is so weird to feel excluded in that way. Mm. And I'm sorry that you had to sit in that Chris Rock audience. Uh, as he did that repetitively. No, I was like, I basically fell asleep with my boyfriend. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> take that, Chris Rock. <laughs> How can you sleep through that? He is like one of the noisiest comedians, right? Yeah, he is. It was a big, big old room. I feel like he's so youthy and jivey. Uh, and it'd be weird to see him a little bit older and tired. Yeah. Do you want to be the best troll to him? Just be like, do the voice from Madagascar. <laughs> do the zebra. Do the zebra. <laughs> That is really and good. Just see what he does. Yeah. Do the voice from Madagascar 3. Do the scene where the zebra meets all the other zebras and you've all got your voice. <laughs> I know some specific things about Madagascar because I was working at the movie theater. Oh, yeah. I think for Madagascar and Madagascar 2. That movie was huge. Like, yeah. right? Like, I, I kind of liked it, but it was huge. It was big. I mean, everyone was like, I love Madagascar. <laughs> Madagascar is so amazing. Will I Am is in the sequel. Is he? <laughs> I'm surprised at anything that Will I Am's in. Yeah. He, I truly think he's an alien. Sometimes, like he just talks yeah. in riddles. He would be a great, like, um, Batman villain. He should be. He should get into acting. Oh, he could be the Riddler. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Yeah, he'd be really good. Uh, okay, so guys, please, if you can get onto Twitter and hashtag Will I Am for four. the Riddler. That's the number four. That's the number four. And then the, can you sort of, you can do that on a hashtag, eh? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, finally, let's let's bring this to the close. But I want to know your feelings at the end of this season of RuPaul's Dragons. Mm, oh my God. Yeah, let's just get into this for a bit. Yeah. Um, such an amazing last two episodes, the reunion. The reunion and the and finale. The finale. finale was, I'm like, per, it's so much better than it used to be. That, yeah. That, it was exciting. And I think, like, it used to be like, oh, well, this is the queen that deserves to win, like, because of whatever, and like because of what they did in the, that, that whole season and yeah, what yeah. they represent. And I feel like this season was like Rue going like, let's just bring it back to the sort of almost the silliness of drag yeah. that it is lip syncing, and let's just get these queens to go out there and do what they do best, yeah, which is lip syncing to pop songs, and let's just make them compete, yeah, and be a bit ruthless and a bit crazy and have a big fucking wheel and just see what happens. I think the wheel was underused. Yeah, they like, spun it once. I know, one time. And I was like, well, you pick who you want to vote and then obviously these two will go off percent of each other. I was like, they should spin they the song twice. or something. Oh, spin the song. Yeah, that's or, true. You know, like it was just sort of strange. But, yeah. I mean, the lip sync performances were incredible. I, I still think the best one was Sasha's first song. With the so emotional, which I so have, emotional. cannot stop listening to that song. On 
Loop. Uh, apparently it's had a 650% increase on okay. streams on Spotify. Thank you for telling me that because I was trying to find these stats. Yeah. I was like, I want to know how much more the song has been listened to since that final. Yeah. Oh, that's why the song is brilliant, eh? Because how good is Whitney Houston? She's incredible. So I also listened to the other yep. one. It's not right, but it's okay. Yeah. And then I'm listening to My Love Is Your Love, which was always one of my mm. favorite Whitney Houston songs. <laughs> so I'm doing this. Uh, oh, well, anyway, so I'm like always, I was a supporter of Sasha, but she was never my top pick. I was like waiting for her to step up her game. And I think I remember talking about it on the show, just like yeah. get rid of her, like if she's not gonna... She's not gonna pull it out. Pull it out. But then she just caned it in the last sort of four episodes, found her humor. Yeah. And I love that she sort of represents an intellectual queen. Like totally. she has a magazine and she's a bit more curated. She's and a bit more arty as well. Yeah, she's not like about like go to the clubs and get trashed and drunk and like fill your face with Botox. Or, like, Which is Ooh. fine, choices. But like, I like that she's like, read a book. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was reading the interview and she was like, Drag is not just be- about being fierce. Yes, yes. And I think in terms of when we think about female impersonations and representing women as well, it's like mm. we don't always just have to represent women as fierce, like Beyonce types. It's like you can yeah. also represent intellectual women who wear like suit pants or whatever. Yeah. It's, it's very cool. Um, and I love Peppermint. I've always loved Peppermint. Yes. And I was, I think she's just like a, Great a real wholesome like queen who represents so much beauty in the community mm. and i think i just i adore her i would love to meet her i kind of Same. idolize her in a strange way like yeah. and so i was really happy to see her in the uh, semis there in the but finals sorry for shay but then i'm like well, you didn't do anything no her lip sync sucked to be yeah, honest it did. oh you never watch her in that in that performance you watched sasha the, whole, the whole, time. whole time and the pedals like feel a little bit contrived to begin with like out of the glove i was like yeah mm-hmm. but then the wig the wig was um, was just like beautiful and made me weep. And I thought, I was like, Sasha, Shay, you're just basically standing there. You're yeah. doing nothing. So nothing. Yeah. And I was just nice seeing Sasha like uh, lip sync with so much emotion. I thought oh that was so cool. And Everything I just else was so good. dig her lips so much. Her lips were so good as yeah. well. The, yeah. the, the uh, lip liner and the lipstick. Yeah, I just love it. And her teeth look so white that it, like, I don't know, something mm. about it meant that you were really reading every word on yes i've um so i'm like in mid-season for this show hudson halls at the moment which is set in the 80s play a gay uh chef from the 80s go see it q theater go see q theater one more week um but i'm really getting into my pre-show which is listening to like sort of a pop star of the 80s i'll Mm. listen to their first album oh it's really really fun who have you listened to so far uh i've done whitney houston Mm mm-hmm I did Tina, uh, Tina Turner. Love Tina Turner. Yeah. Right. She's so right. <laughs> like, she's such like a leopard. Also, did you know she didn't really become famous until her late 30s? Wow. That's a, that's really inspiring. Incredible. Her album cover's really amazing as well. She's like sitting on that, like for a private dancer, that, mm. and she's like got a cat on the yes. album. And I listened to uh, Madonna. Oh, yeah, yeah. Her first album's pretty amazing, actually. It's so What's it got on it? Holiday? Holiday. Star. Yeah. It's sort of girly. You know, like, she, mm. uh, she's kind of girly and flirty, which is sort of interesting. Yeah. Uh, and, oh, Cindy Lauper. Oh, I love Cindy Lauper. Yeah. So I, uh, I need some more recommendations. Well, who should I listen to today? Um, who should you listen to? You can so feel the genre. Does it have to be 80s? What about Tiffany? Okay, great. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Got a great recommend- I think we're alone now. Doesn't really need anyone around. If you've got any more recommendations of um, the first album of 80s pop stars, yeah. Um, 
preferably women, uh, that would be really great. You could do it with some boys. Like, what about boys, uh, George Michael's first album? I just think that women sing about love in a way. Oh, George Michael did, but I feel like yeah. women speak, sing about love in a way that just makes my heart swell. Yeah, true. It's like they just sing in such a big way. Mm, you get so emotional. Yeah, you're so emotional. Yeah. And <sighs> we're so emotional about Big, big Pipe. Pipe. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Let me know from the start. So much um, for Amazon. I, I can't even speak I'm emotional how we feel about you I'm emotionally crying right now and I just want to say thank you so much for sponsoring this podcast you don't even have to do it and you do it and it's amazing thanks thanks, thanks. I'm sorry mom it's not a face it's for me Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.